Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. On today's episode, Shelley and Mary Rogers talk all things audiobooks. They'll mention a few favorites, share their audiobook pet peeves, and talk a bit about an important service providing audiobooks to people throughout the state. Stay tuned! Welcome back, readers, to a wonderful episode of Stacks and Stories. Uh, My name is Shelley, and I'm here with Mary Rogers. Hello, Mary Rogers. Hi, Shelley. Mary Rogers and I have many things in common, but one of the big things we have in common is that we both love audiobooks. And so today we're going to dive into the wonderful world of audiobooks. So why don't you tell me, Mary Rogers, what are some things about audiobooks that you love? Well, I just love audiobooks because they are great to listen to when you're in the car or if you're doing chores around your house or even for people who are blind and print disabled, which I'm going to you're gonna go tell ahead us a little bit and, about yeah, that. yeah, I'll give you just a little bit about um, our Mississippi Talking Book Services here at the Mississippi Library Commission. It's a wonderful program, yes. by the way. <laughs> we are a program that provides Braille and audiobooks and large print books to people who cannot read standard print. So that includes people who are blind or print disabled, um, including reading disabilities like dyslexia. People who are physically handicapped and just physically cannot hold a book open for a period of time they're also eligible for our service and we serve the entire state of Mississippi and we can serve people free matter through the mail um, we can mail it directly to people's houses and there's no cost to them there is also a mobile app so if a patron has a smartphone or tablet they can download books directly to their phone or tablet um, the mobile app is called BARD which stands for Braille and Audio Reading Download what about our listeners that live in um, Texas? What well, about them? Well, that's a good question because there are talking book libraries in every state in the country. Um, so if someone moved from Mississippi to Texas, they could just get their same service over there. We just transferred their information. And if they happen to move you know, from another state to Mississippi, we can just talk to that talking book library too. Wow. Yeah, we try to make it as easy as That's possible. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so um, what, kind of, what kind of fee are we talking for these services? It's completely free. It's um, a state library service and through federal programming, too, um, through the National Library Service for the blind and print disabled. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, I think it's a great service. Well, I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little story about why, well, I, why I like audiobooks, but kind of how I started liking audiobooks. Back when I was a kid, and I would go to my local public library, and I'm sure you're not going to remember this, Mary Rogers, but um, she's a little bit younger than me. There used to be these bags with, and it would be like a hanging bag, and it would have a, have a like a little book in it with a tape for you <laughs> listeners that remember cassette tapes. I do remember cassette tapes. I'm not that young. Do you remember the bags with the books and the tapes? You do? do. Yeah. Did you check them out? I think so. Pretty (gasps) sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm so excited. I would love to check those out. And so what you would do is that you could listen to the book being read 
while you had the book in front of you. That really was, I don't know, I just thought that was the coolest thing. And I think that pretty much started me on my path to my great love of audiobooks. And I just still remember it. I still remember the excitement of getting that hanging bag, (laughs) the book with the tape. Sometimes those tapes got really old and the sound was really wonky. But it was really fun. I really liked that. Um, But I do love audiobooks. I do mainly read audiobooks, um, but I also like to read print as well. Um, one thing I have found out about myself over time is I prefer to read nonfiction books in print and not in audio. Have you found any kind of quirks about yourself? Yeah, I'm that way too, and I found that I can get through audiobooks quicker. Whereas I go to pr- pick up a print book and it just takes me yeah. longer to read it. Same than, for me. Yeah. I, I think it's because it's so easy to find times to listen mm-hmm. to audiobooks. What are some times in your life when you, are, when you find it easy to listen to audiobooks? I would what kind t- of things are, are you doing? Yeah, I'm, usually when I'm driving, um, instead of listening to music, I'll listen to an audiobook um, when I'm working. I find it easy to focus on my work task and also on the book and it just mm-hmm. kind of adds a little bit more to that um, and then yeah while I'm doing chores like when I'm unloading the dishwasher it just makes a boring task a little more interesting <laughs> yeah I totally agree I wrote down some times mm-hmm. of my life when I like to uh, listen to an audiobook so of course in my car but I want to talk about the car mm-hmm. for a minute because New cars don't have CD players in them, so public libraries that check out books on audiobooks on CD, I feel very frustrated because, so I have to download all my audiobooks, which I don't mind, it's very convenient, but for people with newer cars, we can't check out books on CD because we don't have CD players in our car. And... It is super, super frustrating. And I would like to be able to play them, but no. So I think that's something that libraries are going to have to eventually address that, I mean, there are enough people that have cars with CD players in them. But there's going to be a point where enough people are not going to have CD players in their cars, and I think there's going to they're going to see a decrease in their circulation. And I, I talk to libraries when I'm out on my visits, and so far they're, they're not saying that they've seen a decrease. So it hasn't happened yet, but it's just something that I, yeah. I just keep asking about. So some of the places and times in my life when I listen to audiobooks, I had a little segue there. Getting ready for work in my car, Sometimes when I'm working, but it depends on what kind of task I'm doing. If it's something where I really have to think and use my brain, no, I can't listen to something. If I'm taking walks, which I do sometimes. Sometimes when I'm lying in bed before I'm falling asleep, it kind of helps me fall asleep. And what I really like about some of the audiobook features is the sleep feature. Mm-hmm. And then especially on long drives. Yes. I really, it makes the time go by so quickly. One thing I also wanted to ask you, have you been in a car with someone else listening to a book and how does that work for you? 
I don't like it. (laughs) And tell me why. Because, well, first you have to plan ahead, which I love to plan. I am a planner. So I want to make sure it's going to be a book that neither of us have read, that both of us will like. And then once you finally settle on that, everybody has to be paying the same amount of attention. Exactly. Yeah. So and if, therein yeah. lies the problem. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> because what if you're driving and they fall asleep and then you're way ahead in the book, even though you were technically listening at the same time? And... Or what if they can't stop talking? Yep. Okay. So I have a story. Okay. Um, I don't like listening to books with other people, but I used to. So my ex-husband and I... Um, we are both from Indiana, so we used to make a trip back home at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. We were actually very good audiobook listeners together. Um, we would plan ahead. This was back when I had a CD player in my car, and we would choose like three or four to take with us. That way, if we put one in and we were like, this sucks, we would have, you know, something else. We were on the same wavelength about, you know, not talking or not talking too much so the other person could listen to the book. So listening to audiobooks was really fun for us. My current partner, no. It is it is a no-go. I have attempted to listen to audiobooks or even a podcast. No, the man can't stop flapping his gums. So what I'm saying, I'm not trying to throw a certain someone under the bus. What I'm saying is that there's a certain vibe you have to have with someone in order to listen to a book together. But there, like I've listened to a book in a car with another coworker together and it worked out well. We were on a long, a long work trip. So it's just, I don't know how to describe the vibe you have with someone. I guess you just have to have a certain understanding like, okay, we're going to listen to this book and we're going to be quiet. I don't yeah. know. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think you have to go into it expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not, not flap your gums. <laughs> anyway, I, also, I have lots of things I want to ask you. Okay. So do you have a favorite or favorite narrators since you do listen to a lot of audiobooks? Um, I wouldn't say a favorite narrator because I can't think of anybody's name right now. Um, but I mean, just, I just love a narrator that actually makes you forget you're listening to someone tell you Mm, a story. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I like, that's a good point. I don't like when they try too many voices, but I Mm. like when you can tell that the character is different. They're they're reaching too much. Yeah. Yeah. There are some that try too hard, but then there are some that are great at different voices. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes I just don't like. What about, um multi-cast um I, yeah i like that a lot because it's like casting a movie or a tv yes. show i was and, gonna say it's like a movie yeah like um, they get that character or it's like a, like an old-timey radio show yes yeah uh-huh. i yeah. do like that i have several favorite audiobook narrators and i follow several on instagram because i'm a big nerd and sometimes I will even listen to a book just because it has yep. a, my favorite narrators <laughs> on, like reading the book. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, nerdy. 
yeah, learning well, behavior. I've found a couple uh-huh. narrators on TikTok, and I don't think I have. I like they've got a TikTok account. Yeah. So like they'll do lives and they're reading a book, they're narrating a book. And I'm like, I need to find them and listen to a book that they've narrated just because I already follow them on TikTok. You can search them on oh, the yeah. internet and find a list, like yeah. a list of all their books. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. So. You, haven't done, you haven't done the deep dive yet. <laughs> well, I want to talk a minute about the Audi Awards. Okay. Do you know about the Audi yeah, Awards? Yeah, I've heard of them. Well... I love the Audi Awards, and for our listeners who do not know, the Audi Awards are um, awards that go to outstanding audiobooks and spoken word entertainment. They have been around for quite some time, and you can actually view the audio, uh, the Audi Awards. It's hard to say, mm-hmm. Audi, and that's A-U-D-I-E. And for the past two years, They've been virtual because of the pandemic. Um, So yesterday, I did go on YouTube and I watched the 2022 Audi Awards. It was an hour and a half and I watched it and (laughs) it was exciting Um, because I got to see the faces of a lot of people that I've heard their voice and I've seen their name, but um, it's just, if if you like audiobooks and you're I hate to say the word and you're nerdy, um, check out the Audi Awards. Um, so you can go to um, www.audiopub.org, and then you can also watch the Audi Awards live. I mean, not live, but it's recorded. And this year, it was hosted by. Um, Cal Penn, who was oh. also at the PLA conference this year. So he's really um, doing the whole library, you know, literary circuit lately. So anyway, so let's talk about maybe recommending an audiobook. What do you think? Well, my go-to, and I probably have talked about it before, but and told many people to listen to this audiobook, but I really enjoyed Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I also like that book. Yes. Like, whenever anybody says they're going to read it, I said, don't do the print version. <laughs> you need to do the audio you version. You almost lose something. Yeah. it just it's, The book was made to be an audio book. Yes. And I remember being, like, halfway through or towards the end, and I was like, this is a real band. <laughs> like, I wanted to go and, like, look into more of, like, actually listen to their music, but then... You know, I, I did figure out they're not a real band. But a like, lot of people thought it was yeah, a real band. it really makes you think they are. And, and a lot of people think it's yeah. written about Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I think it is loosely based mm-hmm. on them. Probably not so loosely, but it's just very interesting. And, you know, it's one of those multicasted narrator situations. And it's I feel like everybody is well cast. Um, they are making it into a TV show, I think, through Amazon. And I'm interested to see, like, the difference between the show and the audio Version. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to translate. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it, but I'm going to be very skeptical. Oh, yeah. Because it, the audiobook is so high on my list yeah. um, of praise. It's, it's probably Do my favorite Do you want to tell one. us a little bit about the book? Yeah, so it is basically an interview with members of um, a band that's called Daisy Jones and the Six. And eventually you find out why they're being interviewed and by who and... It just tells about, you know, 
how the band formed and each member of the band, different parts of their lives and just all came together for the band and you know there's a lot of um drama lots of drama but good drama yeah I mean you, you want to hear really about caught it. up in it and I've been meaning to re-listen to it lately just because it's so good I just want to relive it yeah have you um read any of her other stuff yes I've read most of everything she's written um I did start Malibu Rising but I was reading it in print, and so it's I, taken me a I, little. I, I listened to it, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but not as much as Daisy Jones. Yeah. Of course, because <laughs> nothing will compare to Daisy yeah. Jones, unfortunately. It's just so good. I know. <laughs> I've got an audio book that I'd like to recommend and talk about. It's called The Anatomy of Desire by L.R. Dorn. Okay. Have you heard of it? Maybe. Tell um, me about it. Well, L.R. Dorn, first of all, is not even a person. Oh. It's two people. Okay. <laughs> and that's what they mix their name together. And it's also a full cast of narrators. It is one of the most interesting audiobooks I've listened to because, one, it's a retelling of Theodore Dreiser's novel An American Tragedy. And that book was is made into a film in the 30s, which did not do well. But then it was made into a film in the 50s, um, 1951 actually, an Elizabeth Taylor film called A Place in the Sun, which is one of my favorite films. And if you haven't seen it, you must. It is magical. I didn't know it was a retelling of this story. So when I started listening to it, I was like, what? What is it? What? It's told not like just a regular novel. It's told um, almost like a crime docu-series, like a journalism type thing, like like Serial. I don't know okay. if you've listened to Serial, the podcast. It's told like that, and it's so, like you don't like you don't know what's happening, and all these people are reporting in, and they have different types of documentation. But basically, the the gist of the story is there's a, a girl, her name is Cleo Ray, and she she doesn't come from much at all. Mm-hmm. And she's going to make herself into something. So she, you know, she struggles and she fights and she becomes this well-known fitness and wellness and, you know, um, social media person. And she falls for this person named Beck. And like in American Tragedy, um, they find themselves in a canoe. I don't want to ruin anything in, in, in case our listeners or you guys want to um, read it or watch A Place in the Sun. Things happen. Beck dies. And um, Cleo goes missing. So everyone thinks that Cleo has done it. And that's all I'm going to say. I love that they took an American tragedy, which is a very classic, old, old story, and they modernized it and changed the way that they told the story. This also, like your book, Daisy Jones, I don't see how you could read this in print and get, get the same effect out of it. It was made to be an audiobook. 
I just loved it. I loved it. I would definitely listen to this again. Yeah, that does sound um, good. It was really good. It has a lot of sound effects in it, too, okay. which not all audiobooks do. Yeah. In fact, most of them don't. They might have something at the beginning, like, mm-hmm. but dur- like during the book itself, they don't. But um, I think this book got nominated for an Audi. It did not win. Other than that, I do, I've never heard or read anyone else mention it so I think so that's why I want to talk about it because I want other people to know about it highly recommended so anyway that's what I have so I hope that our discussion today has opened up the world of audiobooks for our readers we will be back here and see you guys and again for another episode of Stacks and Stories Thank you for listening to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.